All right. Hello. We're I've... back with another episode of the podcast. We are currently sitting in my room today, and not in Charlie's room, because his parents has friends over, apparently. Surprise. Yeah. Well, you know, stuff happens. It is how it is, unfortunately. Luckily, Davis is a nice host that he allowed me to come on over. So, yeah. here we are. Here we are. Back on Back the bean, again. Bean, back on the beanbag again. Mm. It's been a while. It's been like three months since you sat on that beanbag, Charles. It has been a while. It's missed you. Yes, it's missed my fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but what, what what happened during this week for you, at least? All uh, right. Uh, we didn't talk about... Oh, no, we did talk about... We saw Venom last time, so yep. that, that happened a while back. Uh, what happened this week? I went to the city, go to the Whitney Museum to go see the Jasper Johns exhibit. That was pretty cool. He is a pop artist, for any of you who don't know. <clears throat> He's 91 years old right now, and is actually living in Connecticut. Specifically, Sharon, Connecticut. Funny enough. Yeah. Um, everyone go bother him. No, I'm just kidding. We're showing Doxes and Just right now. It's uh, 42 Blank Water Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should all like get air horns and start blasting outside his door. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> um... We, know, we will never dox anyone in, in, on the show. Especially not decorated artists. Uh, yeah. yeah, but his, his exhibit was really cool. Uh, got to see that park on pillars or whatever. Uh, oh, the one on the water? Yeah. Yeah, that's that, pretty cool. That's a pretty cool park. Um, and yeah, we just kind of walked around a bit. We had to walk through a couple streets that smelled like piss and weed. So that was fun. So it smelled like New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, like, I would say there's a good chunk of New York that just kind of smells like that. Well, not all of it, obviously. Like, certain streets. Well, I feel like once you go to, like, Central Park area, it smells fine because there's enough yes. nature to purify the air. But, like, anywhere else, like, down by the water. No, at least, like... 7th Ave kind of yeah. stanky. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. Um, but otherwise, like... Those kitchens, I don't think, smells the worst. I would say, is when it, like, stinks yeah. a lot. I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Hold Those Philly, Pennsylvanian people. Now, Disgusting. Filthy. <laughs> Filthy Pennsylvanians. Listen, listen. <laughs> I trying to start a war here, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Otherwise, it's been just work. Uh, I figured out a cheat for one of my classes. Not a cheat. I just figured I could just do all my work in a week. So I'm aiming for that to get it out of the way um, for one of my classes. And then otherwise, uh, been fine. Yeah, I'm just trying to manage my time better. And uh, kind of try to get back on the groove with exercising because I just got off the back of a, of a surgery. So uh, trying to get back into shape. But, uh, you know, hitting that nice solid 200 pounds, baby. Whew. 200. I'm, I'm at 190 right now. I see. I'm keeping it pretty, pretty good, though. Because I walk around like six miles a day at school. Nice. Because I'm always constantly like walking back and forth between my door, my office, and then the um my my classes and like night so like next semester right i had a i had my meet my, with my advisor this friday and she was like yeah you need to take uh in order to be a full-time student you need like 12 credits which is four classes mm-hmm. and i was like oh i really only need i need six credits to graduate which is only two classes yeah um but like i'm i chose two other classes i wanted to do which is color correcting with my current documentary professor which is really great yeah and then um and then uh, another one for 2D game art with uh, another professor for the game development. I'm not sure if I want to do that one, but I think it'd be kind of cool to work on like 2D games uh, with using uh, like art and stuff. Maybe there's a cool uh, pixel app. I'll show you when when you come back next time. I have that's uh, very cheap and like really well done. 
Okay. Uh, it's like if you want to do pixel art or whatever, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm not sure if I want to do pixel art. I kind of want to do like a Skullgirls kind of fighting game where like, oh yeah, I have so many frames I need to draw and like so many like, yeah, body parts I need to do. Cupheadish, that sort of style. Yeah, yeah, just more games like that, please. It would take yeah. forever to make. Oh, like development time. Yeah, yeah. but like, it's one of those things, right? Where it's like that's what um, Johnny Utah and. Uh, uh, Spaskin's doing for uh, Newgrounds, like the Nightmare Cops. It's all hand-drawn, animated. Because like, this is what you do, used to do back in the day for Flash. It was all hand-animated games, pretty much. Yeah. For what are better or worse, like, you're kind of, like, just bring it to the forefront of, like, actual, like, indie game stuff. Because, like, it's hard to explain, but, like, Skullgirls is, like, a really fun fighting game because it's got, one, waifus, but, two, it has more, like fluid mechanics it looks it looks better than the 3d 3d like version versions of fighting games like tekken 7 like tekken 7 is made to be realistic but like it kind of like <laughs> you kind of break a couple of things here and there you have dudes with the hairstyle of a v i don't it's, yeah it's yeah it's, it's like one of those things where it's like it's got style it's got nice feel and like it's made for like this kind of overall hardcore fighting game audience yes and i think that you know, it's like art style wise, or like art direction for that game, top tier. It's, yeah. it's really solid. That and Dragon Ball Fighters also. Yeah, because that's Arc System. Arc System Works does a great job with like their 3D, 2D stuff, because like they, they physically have to go in and keyframe all like the breaking points for their models, because if they don't, if they do it like automatically and like let the computer handle it, it won't work as well as you think yeah. it would. Um, but yeah, I would say the height though of 3d style, uh, like in terms of realism fighting games, it will always be Mortal Kombat. I oh yeah. Mortal Kombat's always been like at the forefront of like realism. Cause like they want you to feel like all of this skull breaking, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And that makes sense. But in terms of just like overall art direction, I definitely lean more towards skull girls and, uh, Dragon Ball fighters. And also, uh, you're talking about classes. I forgot to mention, like, one of my classes for next semester got canceled. It was, oh. my, was, it was a storyboarding class. Oh, that sucks. And I was like, ah, oh, man. But now we're thinking of uh, alternatives, having an internship instead just to fill yeah. up the time. And I was like, you know, that makes that's a pretty natural thing to add on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I always forgot about the other half. Like, I need I need one more class. So it wouldn't be, it's not too hard to, for me to go find another class inside the course curriculum or whatever to, like, fill the last three credits of something easy, like a 2000 level course and be like, yeah, I'm a senior, but I'm just taking this class to get the credit. I'm going to take a senior above. Yeah. And, there. This is what it is. And like uh, the thing I want to do though is like an in, like a independent study with the department. So I'm like, yeah, I think it'd be good to like make like a documentary of like all of our senior projects, where it's like we're kind of just we take a couple concentrations for like web development, um, well, web development, two D animation, three D animation, and like other and like some other and game design, and kind of like make a little like little video for next year's students. Be like, hey this is what you need to think about over the summer or even partially start over the summer to start getting your ideas down when it comes to your senior project. And it's a documentary. So like, obviously there's two, there's only two people in the do department who actually can like advisor me, the head of the department, which is Heather. And then my documentary teacher, which is also Heather, two <laughs> different Heathers. Um, but yeah. And like for my final documentary project for um, the one I'm taking now with, the with Heather, my documentary teacher Heather. <laughs> um, we had to pitch three project ideas, which is which is pretty fun. Um, the first one I said I was like, oh, I'll just do your sort of like thing, like how SVA, how it kind of 
how you what you learn like what it's been what's been happening over the pandemic that's my first idea yeah. second idea is to do like um do the do the video that i said before where it's like okay we get test uh, interviews and testimonials from like students like show the progress and whatnot but i feel like that wouldn't need more time to like bake overall yeah and then the last one would be a um video about like the pandemic and how it changed uh, how uh, a couple Yu-Gi-Oh players like me and Dylan, my old roommate, played online. Like how it changed, like how we kind of saw the game and like what ha- what we did afterwards after the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So like, they're all really solid ideas in my in my point of view. I just, I don't know if we have uh, if they're going to take a vote on it. It's like oh whoever votes on it and like this is what you have to do, which would kind of suck because like the last project one is kind of. Um, one of those things where I'm just like, yeah, it's interesting for me, but like I kind of don't want to do because it it's all like Discord interviews, which kind of sucks, you know? Right. Yeah, that's not what you want to do. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, I'm just like, eh, not not worth the uh, not worth the difficulty for that one. That's why this project too many, the last too many moving parts. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. Too many scheduling things. It's hard when you have to. Re- it's. Well, it's it's hard to because it's like you have to not only account for yourself but everyone around you and it's like very much like if you have too many people involved it could be like a very hard thing to handle i totally get that and you know i mean obviously you're not asking them to do too much but it's like you know you got to make sure that everyone's ready to go no one's delayed yeah. no one's you know everyone like is able to at least come up with a concise and easy to understand like what's going on with them you know like that's understandable and God forbid they only have Skype. I mean, Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> uh, or Zoom. Even, even Zoom is just, like, sometimes better. But, like, I kind of hate Discord now just because it's got that sort of, like, just kind of, like, pandering feeling to it now. Where it's, like, it's not trying to be too hardcore gamery or not, like, too basic that it uh, diverts from the gamers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm it's like, like the like, OnlyFans situation where they're like they're they're they're, they're uh, disregarding their core, uh, like the the core audience that made yeah. it big. But like I understand like why they shifted to like normal people because of the pandemic. Yeah, which is very smart marketing in my opinion. It's just like it's it's kind of just like you're ignoring a part of your audience though. Yeah, and it's like well, it's funny. <laughs> I should tell you the story. It's funny that like how mainstream gaming is now and just like everywhere i saw dude in the in the fucking i mean kids kids are a natural thing as kids always love video games but i just saw like a kid with an among us shirt in the restaurant that i went to for uh, mexican food and you and you just wanted to go all full anakin on him among <laughs> you just fucking stab him <laughs> stab him with a lightsaber all right guys let's call a meeting and the parents are screaming like what the fuck <laughs> no why does uh, it look like vegas <laughs> no Freedom, no. Um, Freedom, Freedom. Uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, games, right? Uh, shit, <laughs> I lost track. Fuck, this is annoying. This is embarrassing. Um, I don't think I played that much games. I think I know Metroid Dread came out and um, Mario Party coming out soon. I'm oh. not sure if I want to get those games just because like I don't want to. I'm just probably just gonna wait for them to go on sale or something like at GameStop for used. Yeah. And do do it that way. But Animal Crossing also is getting a big free update, which includes like a bunch of new things, like the Roost, which is the coffee place, and then they're adding like a twenty five buck DLC thing, where it's just like, oh, you literally just get the whole Happy Home Designer expansion. Oh, good. Really? Which is basically a completely new game overall. Oh, okay. Which is basically twenty five bucks for like a new expansion. Fuck yeah, that's pretty good. All right, that sounds like a good deal. 
I was yeah. just so I, so in terms of gaming, I, I found what I was gonna say. Um, my parents, so they have a setup upstairs in the attic where like what it'll be like if they need to, if they want to watch their shows and stuff in the winter they'll go up to the attic because it's warmer. Mm-hmm. In the in the uh, summer they'll go downstairs to the living room, but upstairs in the attic, like the whole system's a mess. And like they've been trying to get like Apple TV and everything working like white. This okay. Let me preface this. This is white people problems. This is like hot. Like, well, this is well. This is this. This is not like white people. Problems. This is like no, old right. white people problems. Well, nah. this is like people who don't understand technology kind of problems. This is first world problems. Please, if you're third world, please get the fucking out. Kidding. Um, no, uh, this is so. Yeah, they're having their whole situation's messed up with that, and they've been trying to figure it out for a long time. Uh, funny enough. Uh, my PS4, which we found out, uh, you know, has like Netflix, Apple TV, yeah, yeah, yeah all that stuff. And I was like, I told mom, I was like, hey, mom, um, everything like you need is on the PS4. She's like, are you serious? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. She's like, so you're telling me this fixes all our problems. Yeah. And then I showed her how to do it, download all the stuff for her. And she's like, can you teach me how to use it? I'm like, all right, sure. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. Has this come back to haunt you? <laughs> look who's look at the turns table. <laughs> yeah, not so high and mighty now, are we? And then meanwhile, I'm just like, I don't Mrs. Callahan's a gamer. She's a gamer now. She's a PS4 gamer. <laughs> Sucks to be X bad now. Um, yeah. So I taught her kind of how to use that, and of course, like we did a video just in case if I'm not around and they need help, because I guarantee you, they're gonna need a few weeks to figure this out <laughs> or a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just a very funny thing of just like I don't really use it anymore unless someone comes over, and so it's like it's like a weird hand me up kind of thing where it's like, all right, here you go. <laughs> but mm. everyone now is a gamer. Um, yeah. But aside from that, my week's been good. Yeah. Um, and the news of anime, very big news. Oh yeah. Disney plus is really diving into it. They're getting, they're doing the adaptation for summertime rendering. Really? Yes. That's a Shonen Jump property, which is very, very dark. And I'm very, very curious to see if Disney is going to take the risk and actually go ahead with the entire story of it. Cause it's really, really good. I enjoyed it. I think it's probably one of the best, like, so I kind of like not psychological horror, but like kind of horror horror genre. In Is that general. the one with the mom and the son, or no? Am I thinking? No, it's the one with the dead girl, like the bunch of monsters on the island. But like it's kind of a time loop thing where it's like, oh, I think I remember it. I have to, I have to go back. Yeah, it's a really good one. I enjoyed it. It finished, and I it deserves an anime because I looked at the trailer. Fucking phenomenal! It is actually like compositing to the lighting. Everything is really well done. And then Disney also is investing inside one of their own mangakas, which it, uh, anim- an anime, because like, it's like uh, it's called TWD, I think. That sounds familiar. It's like Twisted Wonderland or whatever, or I... something like that. And it's like all pretty much just like Disney villains or anime boys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and pretty much in my mind, it's like, oh yeah, this is totally yaoi yaoi bait in the first place. Yeah. Um, we'll see how far that goes, but I'm pretty sure this is probably going to be made for the Japanese audience. So Disney Plus has a, like a as an audience in Japan. Yeah. I really do think that Disney Plus right now can be the competitor to Netflix inside this case because oh, Disney has tons of money to fucking throw around, obviously. So like with Star Wars Visions, you saw like they had they had definitely had a budget. They had and, money, money. Yeah. And the time allowed for them, they had a lot of time for a lot to cook all the stuff together. 
Because like, when did they announce like Star Wars Visions? They announced it like in 2019, right? Yeah. Roughly in 2019. It's and it released in 2021. And from that two-year time span, you definitely should have been able to put in the work and effort and time to create a good product, and which they did. Yeah, I agree. I think overall they did a really great job. And certain things won't resonate with everybody in that in Star Wars Visions, but I think overall it, yeah. it was a very good product, and I think they're very proud of that. And obviously they are because they're making more stuff related to it. <clears throat> but I don't know if we actually talked about Star Wars Visions. Did we not? I don't think we did. Okay. Because I mean, that came out when I was at school. Let's and, do this. And then... Um, I'm, and then we, I didn't come back until last week, and we saw Venom, and we talked about that one. Yes, we did that. So let's let me uh, bring up Star Wars Visions, then we'll just go down the list, I guess, and just give her a quick general panel. I, ha- I have the TV oh, stuff okay. already. Damn, you're um, really fucking on it. Never mind. Yeah, Star Wars Visions. Okay, the first one is called The Duel. It's a 3D uh, animated tr- animated uh, one where it's basically a, like a Jedi a Sith hunter, basically hunting down Sith uh, yeah. cabin crystals, which is pretty cool. I really enjoyed it. Um only thing at the end, though, is kind of just, like, for me, personally, is, like, he gives the Sith Kyber Crystal to the kid. I'm just, like, he's, like, oh, this war's against evil. I'm, like, forehead against, uh, palm against the forehead. Like, no, that's not how it works. If anything, more people will come after the kid now that you gave him this fucking crystal. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, that didn't really make sense to me, but I guess it's, like, I don't know, in, in that world, maybe it did, it did that, but it's, like, what the fuck? Um... Very cool, yeah. Very cool stylistic choices in that one. Uh, love the fights. Uh, love just, yeah. I mean, I would say the best thing about it is the art style and the fights. Yeah. And it's homage to Akira Kurosawa. And old, like, samurai films. Old samurai films. Very cool. Like, literally, like, what Star Wars was hugely influenced mm-hmm. by. So, I love it. Um, I would give it, like, I don't know if we're going, we go, I don't know if we're going, like, a scale or anything. But I just say I'm going to love it. And uh, I, out of five, I'd say it's a hot, it's four. It's a solid four. Solid four, yeah. If it was a ten, I'd give it like an eight. But yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we're going out of five. Right. Yeah, four out of, we'll, five. Do, we'll do out of five. Uh, four out of five stars for this one. Four to five. Pretty good. Schmuckles. It's very good. Pretty good. Um. Yeah. All right. Number two, Tat- Tattoo and Rhapsody. This is the one where this they is the, the most band. controversial one. I think people have people either love it or hate it, and that's kind of the thing. Star. Okay. Like hardcore Star Wars fans hate this fucking thing. They oh, do yeah. not like it. People who other other people love this. It's very much like, are you into big fights and crazy bullshit? Or like, if, are you into big fights and like staying close to the lore? Then you don't like this. But if you're someone who just likes music and animation, yeah, this is this is more our style because this this is Studio Colorido, yeah. which does which did a bunch of Pokemon Poketune shorts too, yeah. and they're really good overall as like comp- compositing and art direction. I I. I kind of enjoy this one more than the others just because, like, I enjoy the Japanese rock, the J-rock and stuff. Like, yeah. I enjoy the song at the end because it sounded good to me. But in the English... Because I, I watched this inside did, the sub, Did obviously. you listen to it and die? Yeah. I, I did, <laughs> when me and my roommate Dylan were watching this one, actually, we were just like, yeah, the dub ones... Because he watches dub, obviously. And, like, I, this is the great thing about Disney Plus is that you could have two different audio tracks, which is fantastic. Yeah. That's props to Disney. It's just kind of those things where I just like I don't like listening to du- like music dub because like it's not doesn't sound right because the lyrics don't match the music yeah. like pacing and what whatnot. But when I listen to the dub, it's like okay, this is fine. It seems a bit cringe, but when I listen to the sub of it, it's much much more in tune. Yeah, 
It just makes more sense. It just it's like it's almost as if it was supposed to be in written that way. Japanese. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if it was made by Japanese people who speak that language. Yeah. Hmm. Um I, I I gave this like for me personally, I said it's solid four out of five. Yeah, I would say four out of five. It's fun, it's cute. I think that uh the art style is great and I love that there's like chibi forms of all the yeah. characters. It's very cute. Large heads. Yeah. I like it. I like it. It's all good. right. Now this is the, the, the twins is number three. This one, this this one this, popped off hard. This one is, but muscle. it's trigger. If this was any other studio, it would have been totally out of out of left field. Yeah. And I'm just like kind of sitting here being like, oh, like a bunch of the stuff doesn't make fucking sense. That's that's my my mind because like he does like a bunch of bullshit powers wise, but like that's kind of the fun thing about triggers that they go off the rails. Yes, this is very much the don't worry about it. Stop. Just like don't care. Just don't worry about it. Just have fun. We're just going crazy. And it's, I, I think like this one too is just like this is more just more bullshit than yes. like actually like, story wise. One hundred percent. I mean they're they're taking a concept like the dueling family feud yeah. from older films and stuff like that and just the and they're just amping it up to eleven. Yeah. And they're just having fun with it. And I'm like, all right, man. That's fine. I, cool that's sounds fine. I did listen to MPH, not the greatest voice actor. I'm sorry, MPH, not the greatest voice actor. Yeah. He loves Star Wars, and I hate to say that, but like, he's not the greatest voice actor for like anime, anime. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like he might be really good with like musicals and like other stuff because that's what he does. He's like he's a com- he's a comedian basically. He plays a lot of the like non-serious roles. But like when it comes to like this one, where it's like, you have to be somewhat serious, it's kind of like a very weird mixture of like him from other roles you know mm-hmm. um yeah, but yeah hard. i'd say this is a solid 3.5 out of 5 i don't know i give it like for the visuals alone it has art style but like all the other stuff kind of like drags it down with like story and just like all yeah. like the bullshit that happens i would give it like a 3.5 then yeah uh, okay number four is the village bride this one was the interesting one had a really great style but i would say at the end we don't really care about the padawan character um i guess one of those things where i'm just like it doesn't it never really come to my mind right it was like i don't really care about the padawan i really care more about like the village yeah i could i could see that i think it's i agree definitely agree that they're the main focus of the story but her payoff like with her coming in it's like that's also felt nice because there is like a, a subtle tie with her in the village where it's like the master was from there and she has this sort of like, do I help them? Do I not uh, kind of feel? And then like before and like, obviously, you know, she's going to help at the end of the, yeah. at the end of the day. It's no surprise, but it's just a very emotionally resonant moment. And it's just very cool to see her be like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm betting on this village or like I'm betting on helping these people. And it's very cool. I, I like that. And also the art style. Art style, character design is like there. It's very fucking good. I, I'd, yeah. Archer. I'd say, like, our direction is, like, really there. It's really nice. The nice outlining and, like, the... Just, like... The only thing I would say, though, is that you need to give her, like, a better scar. Because, like, the little thing on her lip, I'm just like... Yeah. That doesn't deserve a mask, dude. dude like, yeah, if it's just, like... that fucking intricate, I'm like, okay. It was, like, you're really hyping, like, this up to be, like, she got, like, default... Like, immediately kind of, like, clash or something like that. I'm just like, yeah, that doesn't look... Mm. 
It looks like she cut herself shaving or something like that. And yeah. he's, like, he's just slowly healing. I'm just like, oh, that's a bad... That's not like... That's not a good scar, you know? If it was like a Zuko scar or something, like if it was like... Like a burn? Like a burn? Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, I could see that. But it, yeah, I mean, overall, I really enjoy this one. I, I would give it a personally five for me because I just, I don't know, it was just very emotionally resonant at the end. I was really feeling for the characters. Yeah. Uh, more so than the others. I think, this, I think so far... I think the story for this one's probably the best. Oh, uh, I don't know about that Not, one. Like out of everything else that oh, we've seen. we said before. Okay, yeah, yes. it, it, it's like one of the higher ones. I would say four point five. Four point five. Yeah, I, I just give it a five because I love that art style so yeah, much. Yeah, it's a good art style. Or art but style. moving on to uh, Studio IG, which did mm. the Ninth Jedi. This was probably the one where, if you want to show a Star Wars character like what they're doing with this, this is the one you would show them. Yes, if this feels like a pilot to a show. Yes, it's really well done from the story to the choreography to like just the plot twist in general. This is my perfect five out of five. I this is what? like this is yeah. even though it is number five too. And this is literally the height of like this these series over here because this is one I really enjoy just from the general choreography of like fights, you know, it's grounded. It's gritty. It's like it's actually like people using swords, right? It's got a good twist. Exactly, it gets good twists near the end. And I was just thinking, it's like, yeah, this is production IG in a nutshell. They did Samurai Warriors. Of course, they're gonna do like actual good fight choreography. Yes, I think that probably one of my favorite parts about this is the change in color of si of the sabers themselves. Right, and it's such a great Very thing well too, where it's like in the beginning, you don't you don't know that, right? So you see, oh, it's such a blue lightsaber crystal, right? Yeah, but when Kara, Kara holds it right it turns like a kind of transparent green yeah but then when like he's like um then you kind of realize oh like he the the uh, the uh the father's a jedi yeah and like, you kind of blew my mind like oh the father's a jedi the how did not realize jedi. that like, oh shit okay and it's like and that was just the coolest part right there and then pretty pretty much the most like accurate Star Wars depictions just because of the lightsaber fights in the end where it's like literally one guy gets cut in half. Yes, that is really fucking sick. They they, they don't cut away from it too. Exactly, which Very is fantastic. Well I love I love this one. This is the five out of five for me. Yeah, I would say this is like un un undeniably like one of the better ones. I would give this a five as well. All right, moving on to number six. T-Zero-B-1 or Toby. Oh, this is the okay. Astro Boy Star Wars, and this... I'm just like, choose something new. This, okay. And this, funny enough, this was done by a white guy. Ha! We're the best. Uh, no. <laughs> um, this is definitely ranking lower, lower on, like, the scale of just, like, story and, like, overall kind of, like, yeah. aspect of everything. I would say this movie has too much going on. I know. I, I would say that... Because I thought about it, right? I watched it, and I felt like there was like two separate plots going on in this movie. Yeah, because you had the where he wants to be a Jedi, Jedi and, and then the, the professor part. Yeah, yeah. And I think that if it was just like he wanted to go out and do something, but the professor's like, "No, you got to help and save this planet first, or like you got to save this planet because that is your role." Yeah. Then it's like, okay, that's a very heartwarming feeling about like maybe we don't all get the role we want in our life, but you know, we, we make out, make, we make best it what with we do what it with is, it. Yeah. And like, you know, if he died of old, instead of the dying from a Sith, he died of old age. And then like he came back or like, you know, so safely like he died of old age and then like the robot felt sad uh, and then started to rebuild the planet again. That would be cool. And then mm -hmm. it would, I guess, whole journey would be going around saving planets. That would be fucking sick. Yeah. 
But then it's like, nope, we got to. I want to be a Jedi. I want lightsabers. I I want force powers. I'm just yeah. like fucking Christ. This one just like a mess. This is this is. Yeah. I gotta I gotta say it's like a two star. Art style's neat. Fight the final fight scene's pretty cool, but it doesn't carry enough weight like the other ones do. Yeah, and visually speaking, it's very nice, but it's just story wise, it's very cluttered or it's just yeah. kind of messy. So I give this one like a three what else did we put at three was it the no we didn't put anything at three yet i know we know yeah we did we did tattooing uh, rhapsody at three. Oh, was that 3.5 at the, oh. uh, 3.5 yeah but like this is like probably I, a little i'd say I, this is a two because it's like one of the lower ones honestly 2.5 to be as harsh as i can be i put it yeah. 2.5 because it still has good parts in it like there's still makings of a good series in there but yeah it's just execution wasn't yeah. great all right. Next up is number seven, The Elder. This is pro- this is another good one. I this do is also an interesting one because this is like the opposite of Rhapsody, where people who like general like how, like, like the how general life, yeah the general life like, like stuff, life stuff, stuff yeah. like they'll like they'll love this, but people who like don't really like that, they just want crazy bullshit, will think like, oh, this is boring. Yeah, like I could see that, like. Because I've heard uh, some people say, like, oh, this one's kind of boring, or, oh, this one's fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm in the camp of this is awesome. Yeah, me too. Um, I think The Elder, for me, was really good, just because of, like, the general plot structure, and, like, there is an end goal to this, and, like, the end goal is pretty much there, and, like, the fight scene's pretty cool at the end, too. It's it's well choreographed as well. It was definitely thought put into, like, the fighting yeah. inside this one, too. It's definitely less flashy, but more, like, just realistic. Yeah. Because it's like, obviously, it's not like people are flipping and dipping. I mean, they are kind of, but yeah, like, this was also done by Trigger too. So like, yes. you, this is like the kind of the curbside of Trigger, where it's like the more realistic kind of stuff that they do. Yeah, and uh, I think that you know the fight itself was really neat. The build up was fucking amazing. Yeah, I thought the build up was the best, making like you know just slowly but surely building up this threat, and then it's like he shows up and he's just this little old man. He's just yeah. Little old and he has nothing to do and then he fucking just pulls yeah. out two lightsabers I, th- I think that this one really for me was the best like a really good like one-on-one fight scene mm-hmm. just because of the last final moment where he kind of like stops his lightsaber goes forward a bit and start and like ignites it again yes and that was really cool that was yeah just the fact that like not to catch attention too quickly and then just being able to pop and then the fact that like he gave the yeah. speech at the end was like well the only reason I won was because he was old like yeah. <laughs> like if he was like in his prime I'd be fucked all right. Uh, give it a score. I say four out of five. I agree, four out of five, because I think it's just yeah. It's. Just I think they could have done more with a bit more on the compositing side, just because it felt a bit flat in certain places. Yeah, and also I feel like the ending fight could have been stretched out a little bit longer. But yeah. I mean that's. Just- it, it, it was a bit quick. I do agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Number eight. Lapin Ocho. This furry one, bait. Talking about miss it. Talking about a little having the plot be a little bit messy. Uh, this one had a lot going on, and like I could have felt like <sighs> it's like an art style is obviously five out of five because oh, yeah. like it's really well the drawn. Building an art style, it's like it's really well done, but like plot wise, it's a bit of a mess, honestly. Because yeah, like oh, she's the slave girl's adopted by like the main head family of the planet. Blah blah blah. Uh, now she's like the head of the. Uh, she's now even... she's a surrogate daughter now, and then now she's like, okay, she's gonna find my sister, or because she joins the empire. I'm just like, okay, yeah, but like, why was why is there like a lightsaber there? Why like why wasn't the uh, main head guy wielding it in the first place? Because yeah, well, like it's like I didn't even really understand like how important those two were at the start, like the father and the daughter. Because, like, they just show up and, like, oh, we'll adopt you. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay. And then, like, all of a sudden we cut to the explosion happening. I'm like, what 
What? Yeah, there's there's a big time skip. I was not a fan of that I one. I feel like what would have helped in that would be like just a quick like like montage. Short, yeah, quick montage, montage of, of like them. actually them growing up together and then actually bonding. Yeah, and it's like maybe having hints of the explosion happening or like having like you know ex- having hints of their like like the father and father, uh, father, father and daughter, daughter like, like breaking up afterwards and this is what it's come to the explosion at the end. Yeah, like they have like debates and stuff. Yeah, because there's, there's not really it. like big setup or payoff like for like the relationship overall yeah i think they were like i want to do like a star wars thingy with the rabbit girl yeah i want to make cute rabbit girl fight with lightsaber and to be fair like the fights are cool once again visually speaking it's fantastic it's it's fantastic plot wise it's a bit of a stringy mess (laughs) it's going for too much and uh i feel like if it was just you know something a bit more centered it's it's like then it would work better it's like a child eating pasta it grabs a handful of it but there's still some strands sticking out that it doesn't yeah. grasp onto properly. i don't know how long this one was I don't know it, it was 20 minutes oh okay well it was pretty long then compared to the others i mean yeah like, yeah i would say either i mean that general is 21 but yeah yeah like that though that's not it's not the longest but yeah it's they could have, I feel like, if they had a bit more time, but once again, if every one of them... I, I do think time. this one sets it properly up for, like, a actual television show in the end. Yeah, I think so, Like, too. The Ninth Jedi, this is one of the things, if they were going to choose something out of this anthology, this, this is, is the one a, you would choose. Yeah, this feels like a two-part, like, episode pilot sort of thing, where, yeah. like, first one will be establishing who the bunny girl is, and where this place I, is. I think what they should have done is, like, they should have, like, if it was going to be two-parter, right? They should have done, okay, the she, be, she receives a lightsaber, cut the black... Part two, part two, carry that off, and then the fight scene. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, yeah, exactly. Just setting up, like, her and the people around her and just understanding, like, who they are and yeah. why are they even fighting the Empire in the first place. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Give us one a score. I'd say 3.5 out of 5. 3 for me. 3 for you. Three I also say 3.5 for the art style. It, carry, it carries it a bit, but not too much. Yeah. All right. The last one is Akakiri. This one, I would say, for, like, Star Wars, like, kind of fans, like, this is the one where it's just kind of, like, they get the themes and, like, the plot devices of Star Wars correct. It's just the art style is a bit hard to deal with because it is Studio Saburo, uh, Saburo which is known for, like, the wacky, weird Devil May, Devil, uh, Devil May Cry Baby, um, uh, Ride Your Wave, that kind of, those kind of films. I will say, I really fucking love this art style. And I, out of all of them, I think I might have liked this the most, but it's just because it's so different from everything else yeah. that we've seen. It's very flat shaded. The lighting looks good. Yes. I do think like the art style is nice, but it's not for everyone. It's not. It's not. I will admit this, like objectively speaking, you could say that this is not the best movie and you might be right. But for me, I think that like the tone, the art style, the ending the ending was really good. I yeah. actually enjoyed the ending. Every, it was like, really there different. Were a lot of things I liked about like, this. Like even like this is like very like out of left field, but like it's a good left field where you kind of get to this point where you kind of like, oh yeah, everything kind of really had a happy ending, but like what happens if we didn't want to do that? Because that's how storytelling is. Not everyone ends up with a happy Disney ending. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> surprisingly exactly. enough. I like the fact that the last one ends off with like a sinister ending. It's yeah. just very nice and uh, how'd you feel about the lightsaber uh, effects for it, by the way? I liked it. I liked it. The sound design for this one, I do think, was probably one of the better ones. Yeah. And overall, kind of like just was this was like if you're gonna do like a Star Wars story, this probably be it. Like honestly, like a like a lone Jedi going to solve a problem on it. I guess like it's basically Obi Wan Kenobi and um and uh, Sabi- uh Satine. Yeah. 
This right. is literally this is literally it like just, it just went sour at the end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, this is the thing though, right? It's like this could have happened like like a what if kind of scenario. Like, okay, if Satine died, right, and like Palpatine was there, like, oh, I could heal her, like with the Force healing, like, and yeah. like, um, and like with he's Anakin, like, yeah. If you get if you give me your loyalty, I will save your loved one. And if Obi Wan did would commit to the dark side, this is what I would say. Because personally, this really harps back to that to the Mandalorian arc, right? Where it's like this yeah. is Obi Wan and Satine kind of doing their thing together. Yeah, and it's basically just like this sort of. Well, it's like how every Jedi is always asked the question: is like, all right, do you want this? Is connection? the or- is the order worth? Yeah, worth is, it. Is the order wor- worth more than your relationship to this person? And it's like in that moment, that's when the Sith kind of comes in. It's like, hey, you can uh, have both. Yes, you could have both. It. Mm-hmm. Yes, let the hate flow through you. Uh, there would totally be more Sith than Jedi in real yeah. life. Yeah, there would absolutely be. I mean, I feel like people wouldn't be as sinister, but it's like I don't know. People would definitely want to just be more like assholes about. Yeah, you. I I feel like there, it's one of those things, right? Where it's like there's there, even like the Jedi, Jedi like the Jedi Knights are the purest, but like yeah, I, there's there's a middle ground. Then everyone knows this if you actually like so watch like extended universe stuff, like in like yeah. the comic and like the comics and like the books, right? Yeah, because the there Jedi are there's, were the Jedi Jedi were like basically okay. If you're gonna put this like politics comics comics, like the Jedi were like far left, concert like far left. Like yeah. religious folks, but like, and like the Sith are kind of like the far right in a way. They're too. Well, it became less about doing the right thing and more about just following the rules. Yeah. It it became more about just order in that sense. Yeah. Where it's like they know they think that they know everything is right or they understand like everything and no one else does, mm-hmm. and it just became arrogant. And it's, you know, at that point. It fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I would say like out of all of them, that's kind of my favorite. I would give it a five. I just liked how it all came together and uh, how just different it was. Yeah, pretty much. But I'm a softy. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this one was pretty good. I definitely give it a four out of five just yeah. for the ending. Okay. This is really high inside my book just because it's just different. Yeah. And uh, I like different. <laughs> I do too. Different is inspires new things, man. Yeah. Different doesn't become different becomes like normal once everyone starts doing it. I mean, I guess that's a weird analogy to say it like that, but basically, once everyone starts doing it, it becomes normal. Yeah. And maybe who knows? Maybe one day we'll pitch our own anime show to Disney oh, and make all the well, money. Yes. We could call it Owl House Two. <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. The the true ending. I, it kind of sucks. Like it's like after three seasons, but like that's kind of the standard for like Disney TV shows nowadays. It is. You get the three. If it does well, you get two more seasons, and that's kind of it. Well, Ducktales wanted they wanted to do four seasons, but they're like, nope, three. I, I think I think in the end, right? It's one of those things where it just kind of like, not money wise, but kind of like TV show wise, because Disney's been doing pretty well in bringing in the forefront of new interesting shows yeah. i think it's become more of like the cartoon network of like the 2000s where it's become more interesting and more like watchable there, there's definitely a change from before exactly and that's good change change is good especially in like this kind of industry where like you need to bring new artists in new stuff new people and it's kind of like sucks where it's like nickelodeon's been running the same three shows for the past 20 fucking years oh yeah Nickelodeon is that stale piece of bread that no one wants to eat at the end of the day, where it's like the end loaf, you know? Yeah. That's it's Nickelodeon's the one thing is like okay, you eat you eat the middle loaf of it, but like everything else is kind of shit. And you could bad. say it's a stale sponge. 
Ah, there you go. Oh, yeah. Pain. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what's really good on Cartoon Network right now? Like, I think Gumball ended. Like, I've, and all yeah, the shows that, like, uh, GC Quintel, like, helped create have moved to HBO Max, which is, like, another thing, too, where it's like, okay, HBO Max exclusives are fun and stuff, but, like, you need to do something a bit different for your main shows and, like, cycle them out, you know? Yeah. I'm just trying to think, like, what did they add? Because <laughs> I, I think the last thing was, like, Craig of the Creek and, and like, Teen Titans Go. I think T- Teen Titans Go ended, supposedly. Oh, wait, maybe. no, they're making a new... Uh, oh, no, this is Disney. Never mind. There was the ghost one where it was, like, Molly and the... Oh, yeah, the the guy who voices Master Shake. I, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that, that's coming at Disney. That's Disney, right? I think that's Disney, yeah. Okay, yeah, because I was going to say, like, that's new, but that's not for Cartoon Network, I think. That's, yeah, that, this that's uh, Disney. But yeah, I can't think of, like, dude, remember when, remember when Samurai Jack, De- Dexter's Dexter. Laboratory, Ed and Eddie, fucking I just Billy think the Mandy. time has passed. Time has moved forward, and overall... And changed. channels need to adapt to the new audience and i do think disney's doing a better job than anyone at currently right now bringing new people into animation and cartoons yeah well like interesting enough like when it comes to the owl house stuff they were planning on doing well they wanted to do like a a normal full season like she planned to finish the lat the the third season to be the final season Mm mm-hmm but she wanted it to be like, you know, 19 or something episodes, like just so that it's a nice. Yeah, like, you have room to spare in yeah, terms like of like everything that writing. she set up previously would be just plot like lines that. resolve neat little knots here yeah. and there. But they're like <laughs> three episodes, 45 minutes each. Goodbye. Yeah. And I'm just like, well, that's not a good business decision, like as a like as like a company, because like. 45 minutes, it's like, that's basically just three episodes crammed into one, like, movie, basically, like, TV special. It's a movie, yeah. And that's kind of the disappointing part about that, where I'm like, yeah, you really should have just given her that's, just like, say, we're going to compromise with you, we'll we'll give you 14 to 15. Yeah. Like, just do that, because, like, you're going to, in the long run, you're going to make more money off of it, like, through merchandise and whatever. Or at least 10. I mean, like, that's what the Or the standard 12, dude. At least, like, at that, that's what she had for the last season. Yeah, I'm like, like I why, just, why did you go down? Like, why? I don't understand, dude. It's like, you could have, that could still be enough. It'd be, it'd be difficult, but you could absolutely fit in all the plot lines for everything you need in 10 yeah. episodes. Like, I just don't understand what, I guess, part of it must have been because of COVID. And production costs and for production people staying costs. at home, not being inside the actual physical studio in the office. Yeah, and to be fair, like the production behind it is really well done and like On, yeah it's, it's like it's fantastic and obviously it's like a really well done series it's it's like why wouldn't you give the artists more budget for the production if they're all working from home you don't need to rent out this office space anymore it's just like why bother you could rent it out to someone else who actually could use it <laughs> like you're speaking the truth man i like, just rent it out to someone else and then make money off that dude i don't know i don't know what their thought process was i guess it, it must have been just they made the decision early on and they're like hey we just got to get this out of the way so we can move on to the next series that we want to do yeah and they're like well can we not and they're like nope sorry and i i and that sucks now because they're probably already in production of doing that now and trying yeah. to get the story set so it's like if they if we if now if they said okay no we're not we're not we're going back to 10 episodes it's like that, ha- that, that yeah the pit break things up redo yeah. a couple things here and there and they like, have that to would redo- just make more money not make more money problems for them in the long yeah. run which they is, would just be weird switch shit up again which in reality makes me think like maybe it would be a good idea like this is something like way down the road, but road road, but 
but to have like maybe like three kinds of stories, like have the same story, but in three separate formats where it's like a short version, a medium version, yeah, well, a long that's, version. Yeah, well, that's what like some people do is like, okay, here's a recap episode and like that kind of stuff, you know? Well, yeah. I Because mean, like, I'm pretty sure like One Piece did that one, like, like uh, for like a off thing where like, oh, they just split up an entire like movie into like three like episodes or something like that. Yeah. Or like Dragon Ball did that for their for their movies. Right. Literally, the first two arcs of like the thing were literally uh, um, Battle of Gods and Re- Resurrection F. I'm just like, yeah, you totally could just do this inside a movie format and like not and just go from there. No, it's just really money. <laughs> yeah, and same with Demon Slayer, but money. <laughs> um, more money. Money, 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 money. money, money, money. Speaking of Demon Slayer, you see the new game came out? Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of, like... The, Neither am I. The 3D kind of stuff. It looks cool, but I'm it's not... A, it might be fun to play with, like, friends, but, like, I don't think it's gonna be, like, top-tier, like, meta, like, like uh, top-tier, like, gaming, you know? Yeah, I agree. And it's, like, one of those things where, like, the people who are gonna pick up the game are fucking people who do not play fighting games at all, so they're gonna get shit-rocked. Yep. It's, like, the My Hero fighting game was fun, because, like, it was absolutely broken. There was obviously a meta to the characters, and there's no balance yep. patches after World War or whatever. And, like, so I remember you and I played the first iteration of that My Hero uh, one's Justice, and, yeah. like, me, you, me, and I was just, like, kind of just choosing the same characters, and we are just kind of going ham at each yep. other. Just dunking on each other. It's very much, like, they don't care. And it's, like, they only care about the aesthetics. To be fair, though, that's what kind of sells fighting games, is characters and aesthetics. Like, yeah. if you if you heard, like, Soaring Kingdom Hearts for Smash Brothers. Exactly, right there. It's like, oh, I made this new indie game, guys. It's a fighting game. It's really cool. It's got these really cool character designs. It's like, oh, cool. And then someone comes up. It's like, oh my god, Nickelodeon just came out with a fighting game. Oh, really? It doesn't look that great, but it has fucking SpongeBob in it. Let's go get it. And, I can you know, dunk dunk people with Nigel Thornberry. Fuck yeah. And to be fair though, Nick All Stars is really great. I'm just saying. It's just, it's just you know. A name sells and graphics yeah. sell too, but it's like you gotta have to have a like, like, once you have a legacy, like, that's literally like what fighting games are based on is legacy. It's like once you've made an, once you've made enough iterations of it, people remember it and people will be like, oh my god, it's Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, uh, Tekken, like all this stuff. And it's like, once you get that, once you get that, uh, history with it, you're like, oh, okay, I know what's in it, I know what's involved. Uh, let me check it out. And it's like, okay, cool. But yeah, I mean, gameplay comes second, and then... Uh, aesthetics first. Aesthetics first. Ugh. I should have you play Kingdom Hearts 3. I think you enjoy the 3's combat, because it's faster paced than Final Fantasy VII Remakes, and it just has, like, better feel overall to it. Heart is darkness. Darkness. That, light. Darkness is light. Heart. Riku. Kyrie. Mm. Sora. Mickey. Donald. Goofy. Sh- shirtless <laughs> Mickey. <laughs> no, no, back down. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. I'm still surprised they haven't put in like Marvel or Star Wars into that. <laughs> oh no, he wants like they absolutely he, he, dude, want he to. Wa- literally, the last boss fight in Kingdom Hearts Two is literally like a lightsaber fight. I like if they got to manage to put fucking Star Wars in, you get to fight Darth Vader. That would be the pinnacle. That would be like okay, we we've come. Very far. Maybe Kingdom Hearts 4 when it comes out in 2064. <laughs> 2000, 5,000, 5, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Basically, it never will get. But yeah. If they right. make another one. If they ever make another, they're probably going to have like three side games in between three Sora and four. Sora and Kyrie have a kid? What? <laughs> time skip? Like we solved all the problems already? Now we're just re- re- yep. reboot? Just want to have fun? <laughs> yep. Sort of crazy? 
Dominic Toretto. <laughs> nothing, he, nothing's tougher than family. Darkness can't beat family. family. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, you can't fight him. He has the X blade. Don't worry, I've got yeah, my, my car. car. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny, though. I, yeah, I enjoy that. But Dominic I, Toretto's turned to a heartless. It's just fucking... You're nobody, Dominic. <laughs> You're Wait, nobody, Dom. You're nobody. My name's X-Dom. <laughs> or Domix. <laughs> it's just John Cena. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's like fucking... Um... Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes in with a fucking car and a vault in the back, and he just like, fucking, it. yeah. He swings it as uh, at uh, Esmeralda, what her fucking name is, yeah. <laughs> and knocks her out. <laughs> well, all right. Well, thank you guys for listening for this week's podcast, and we'll hopefully be back in sometime in November. Yeah. All right. Bye. Guys. Bye. Bye.